Hey friends, happy Monday. I'm super excited to be back and ready to record an amazingly tactical episode for you on how to become the best podcast guest interviewer ever, like ever, ever, ever. Like you're going to win the sticker that says number one interviewer. <laughs> Maybe not, but I do believe that these 10 tips will help you elevate your game and take you to the next level. One of the things that people have said to me in the past is, wow, you're really good at interviewing. I really enjoyed this conversation with you. This was so much fun. I loved that you asked really thought-provoking questions. And I want to be able to hand you some of those tips that I've utilized after, oh my gosh, almost five years of podcasting, crazy, so that you can really take your interview skills to the next level. I already said that, but we're going to just obviously double up the level. Okay. So get ready. We're about to dive in. Before we do, did you know that I have a free workshop for you? This 40 minutes is going to show you visually why podcasting is my absolute favorite way to grow an online business. It's the number one way that we make revenue and money over here at Steph Gas and Team. And I want to show you how it could work for you whether you have a business, whether you don't have a business, it doesn't matter. This is something that I want you to understand. It's a beautiful way for you to scale, even if your business is already successful. I promise you this 40 minutes is going to really, really help you understand how podcasting is the number one driver to success on my end and how it can potentially be the same for you. Head right now to podcastforgrowth.com or if you want to work with me on some level, head on over to stephaniegass.com school and check out the ways that we can work together. Hey friend, do you want to grow your online business and actually make more money? Are you sick of feeling pressure to constantly show up on social media or be tied to your phone 24 seven? Do you wish you had more time to be present with your kids without worrying about your business falling apart? There's a way to simplify and streamline so you can make money, grow your audience, and still have balance in your life and business. Hey, I'm Steph Gass, Christian business and podcast coach, boundary boss, and multi six-figure CEO. Want to learn how I did it? Go refill your iced coffee because I'm about to teach you how to take your online business to the next level with God at the center of it all. I pray this blesses you. Let's get it. Let's dive into this. So first thing is if you don't have a podcast, being a podcast interviewer is where you are sitting behind the microphone and you have a guest on your show and you are simply asking questions, kind of leading conversation and allowing your guest to really be the spotlight and to provide some value that maybe you don't provide or that you want them to provide in a different or unique way. There's lots of different types of interviews that you can do. You can have a conversational interview where it's more 50-50. You can have a true straight up interview style where it's probably more of an 80, 20, they talk 80% of the time. You talk 20% of the time. They can be short. They can be long. Like there is so many amazing ways to have interviews. And I think the best way for you to find out what's going to work for you is to have some interviews. So whether you're listening to the show and you fall in that camp, or maybe you're in camp B where you already have a podcast, maybe you've done some interviews. And I don't know, have you felt awkward? Have you felt clunky? Have you had to do a lot of editing because of unnatural pauses? Or maybe you're loving interviewing and you just want to elevate your game. These tips are really going to help you do just that. I will let you know that I've gotten this baby down to a science where I truly don't even have to edit my interviews, believe it or not. 
So hopefully these tips will help you really step into your authority as an interviewer, as a confident person who's able to think quickly on your feet, somebody who is a joy to have conversation with. And I think the utmost importance of why we interview at all is to bring our audience incredible value from somebody we like, know, and trust, or that we look up to in whatever field it is that we're working in so that they can bless our audience in a new, unique, and different way. Cool? So grab a notebook and pen. We've got some really tactical stuff that we're going to dig into right now. Number one, you've got to prepare, 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 like literally write it down three times. Prepare, prepare, prepare. (laughs) Just kidding. Number one, prepare. Before you interview someone, do your research. Friend, don't ever show up to interview somebody and be scrambling to figure out who the heck you're interviewing. What does their website say about them? Know some fun and unique facts about them that can break the ice. Um, Go and learn about what it is that they have to offer in the world. A book, a course, a podcast. If you can, listen to a show of theirs if they have a podcast or a YouTube video. I think it's so incredibly um, valuable to show up to an interview knowing, like they know for sure that you have done your homework. You've prepped ahead of time. You're organized. You're well-researched, you're well-versed in whatever it is that they do. It just makes a difference. Plus, it gives you some of that groundwork to actually resonate with the person you're interviewing and you're not scrambling to think on your feet around what it is they do. I have been interviewed. I will talk from the other side. I've been interviewed by people who have done a ton of research. They know all about me, my stuff. They've listened to the show. And I've been interviewed by a couple people where I showed up. They had no idea who I was. Like somebody... Uh, Like one of the people on their team got this interview set up, like they didn't know anything. And it shows like you can really tell as the person being interviewed who is taking you seriously. And it really elevates the conversation when you feel seen, heard and valued. Number two, ask open ended questions. Number two, ask open ended questions. And as a as kind of a PS to point number one, speaking about questions, I would highly recommend preparing some questions ahead of time and sending them to your podcast guest and bringing it down to point number two, make sure they're open-ended. So we don't want our interview to be a yes or no answer, right? Like, so um, are you enjoying podcasting? Yes. (laughs) Like you want to switch that up to say, tell me like the top three things you have love about podcasting. Always pose your question in an open-ended format so that you can take the value and the amazing like tidbit or fun thing that they put in infuse into that answer and you can riff and spin off of that thing they give you in the question. I always tell my guest, look, I've got these questions that we sent you. We typically send four or five very open-ended questions to help lead the discussion just in case they want to prepare, they have something to go off of, but I let them know ahead of time, look, If you say something juicy to one of my questions, I definitely am going to follow that rabbit trail. So just FYI, I am not sticking to the script. I am somebody who's very conversational. I allow that conversation to be organic and be fun for both of us. So having that open-ended question as a starter is such a great way to do it. Number three, be on time. Do not be three minutes late to an interview. You, friend, need to be three to four minutes early And this maybe falls into the prepare bucket, which was number one. But double check, is your mic plugged in? 
Are your notifications silenced on your phone? Is your dog wherever the dog needs to be so it's not barking? Like be on time and, you know, be res- that's just respect in my opinion. I've been interviewed by some people before who were really big, notable names, and they were not on time. I continued to get the, oh, we're running late, they're running late. Like, it's just rude, in my opinion. And again, it makes you, as the guest, just feel unimportant or like an afterthought. And it's also very disrespectful, in my opinion, for somebody to just be late on a predetermined time. Number four, listen attentively. Be a great listener, friend. The worst thing in the world you can do when you are actively in conversation with somebody is not be looking at their eyes. I know this is really hard when we're on a screen. Like, you've got to be super attentive. And this includes not only looking, but most importantly, listening. This is going to allow you to grab those beautiful little nuggets and the gold that they're going to infuse into the conversation for you to dig deeper and say, oh my gosh, you know, Tell me a little bit more about that. It's going to give you actual conversation instead of just a Q&A format. That listening is going to help you learn from your guest. I actually take notes when I'm interviewing people because one, it helps me listen really attentively, but two, it helps me be in a position of learning as if they are the teacher and I am the student so that I can act as if I'm listening to the podcast you know, like my listener will be and be able to kind of read back the tips and the tricks and the things that they're mentioning in the conversation. I wouldn't capture any of that if I'm not actually actively listening. And this is so hard because our attention span is like seven seconds nowadays, which is super sad. I'm actually going to do a podcast episode soon on some hacks to increase your attention span because, ooh, like I feel that one. I feel it. So listen attentively. Number five, Be conversational. Focus on casual conversation instead of just your list of questions, okay? This leads to a way more relaxed vibe for you and your guest. And when you're more conversational, usually your guest will actually open up. They might share something they've never shared before. They'll probably even storytell a little bit, which I think is really, really highly converting for people on the other end. Number six, be respectful with your interruptions. Number six, be respectful with your interruptions. I understand wanting to like, oh, I ha- oh, that happened to me one time too. Wow, but like, please hold on those. This is not your interview. Spoiler, it's their inter- interview, okay? This is, you, for a moment, you're stepping off of your stage and you're allowing somebody else to come on your stage. When you give someone else the stage, you don't get to run up on the stage, grab the microphone away from them and start screaming, okay? Like it's, again, like for me, it's just a little bit rude when somebody continues to talk over me when I'm the one being interviewed. And so just a tip here, it's totally fine to say like, okay, do you mind if I clarify that for a moment? Or, you know, when that happened to me, this thing happened. Is that exactly what you mean? Like, I think it's great to ask clarifying questions or to drive the conversation forward. It's totally acceptable to interject occasionally. Just be mindful that you're not cutting people off, that you're not interjecting your stories or your trainings into somebody else's stage. Number seven, ask about stories. Number seven, ask about stories. One of the best ways to create vulnerability and 
foster trust is to get people to storytell. Storytelling is one of the most powerful ways we connect with our listener. I have a whole module on storytelling and connection and trust, building trust inside of Podcast to Profit. If that's something that you guys end up wanting to do with me, it's my six-month mastermind program for podcasters. But storytelling is one of the secret sauces that I teach my students. When you get your guest to share a specific example of something or a story or experience, the listener is going to identify. Stories can make this elusive concept or something that maybe we're not fully grasping totally relatable and digestible. I'm a visual learner and I'm a podcaster. There's nothing to see. So the way that my visual sense is kind of activated is by being able to imagine when somebody uses storytelling, this thing come to life. And I know so many people are like me in that way. All right, number eight, we've got three more. Number eight is build rapport. So building rapport with the guests that you're interviewing makes them drop their defenses. Dun, dun, dun. It also makes conversations smoother and it gets rid of everybody's nerves. So before you begin your interview, just take maybe three minutes, introduce yourself, see if you could find a common ground in maybe the about section of their website. Like, I know you have a sheep doodle or, oh, I'm a boy mom too, or, oh, wow, I've also written a book. Wasn't that the craziest, hardest, most amazing thing you've ever done? Like, what is a thing they've done that you can resonate with or something about their life just to break the ice? I think the more casual you can be, um, ask where they live, ask, you know, a simple question to get them to open up. This is going to create that relaxed atmosphere before you guys dive in. Number nine speak clearly. Number nine is to speak clearly. Be sure to speak with clarity and enunciate, enunciate during your interview. And then the last tip on this specific topic, don't go in circles trying to ask the question you want to ask. It's very hard to follow as somebody being interviewed when the interviewer rambles in a circle, eventually getting to the question, like just ask the question point blank clearly and concise in a concise manner. It really helps the person digest what you're saying. Again, we have a seven second attention span. This is not just you trying to hold on as the interviewer, but it's also your guest trying to hold on to what the heck you're asking them. Okay. So this is where it helps to have those predetermined questions kind of maybe jotted out on a sheet of paper or inside of your operating system or your task management system. Okay. Now, last but not least, number 10, be you. Be authentic. Be authentically you, friend. I know that sounds like, oh my gosh, be authentic. But like, listen, the more genuinely you you are, the more your guest is going to become genuinely who they are. The more respect your audience is going to give you as an interviewer. You know, there's been times where somebody says something and I have to just stop the whole interview. I'm like, I really struggle with that. Or Oh my gosh, I can't believe you said that. Like it's just this true, authentic, unscripted moment of either completely resonating with my guest or completely like eliminating my ego and my pride and, and asking them for help on the air, live, on an interview. Like how do you just drop into this beautiful moment of allowing somebody else to not just bless your audience, but bless you? I tell my guests all the time, I'm like, oh my gosh, I've got two pages of notes, five pages of notes. Like I have been so rocked by this conversation with you and I mean it. 
I'm truly just being me and in a posture of learning from my guest. It really helps to genuinely be me, to open the door to not just having this beautiful conversation, but it's actually led to some genuine friendships with people that I have started out as, a, as an interviewee, interviewer relationship. It's been so amazing. So be authentic, be authentic. All right, so those are my 10 tips to help you stand out from the rest. Remember to be yourself, to build rapport, to have fun, listen actively, to focus on getting your guests to storytell, not interjecting too much. And I think practicing is the last bonus tip I have is like, I know I gave you a lot of tips that could maybe feel a bit overwhelming, but the only way you're going to really truly get better as an interviewer is to do some interviews and then to ask yourself, what could I have done better? And maybe set one little mini goal every time you interview somebody to just be that much more clear or that much more relatable or that much more authentic and push yourself in that direction. Five years later, who knows, you may be super confident, super excited, and actually absolutely love the interview part of podcasting. Friend, if you need some help on getting a podcast started, like I mentioned, head to my free workshop, podcastforgrowth.com, or you can come take my online course, podcastprouniversity.com. And lastly, if you're already a podcaster and you want really true interactive help and guidance and mentorship and coaching on growing your show, elevating your game, and actually making money from a podcast through coaching or building an online course, learning how to sell, market, and scale, I want you to come check out Podcast to Profit, which is my six-month mastermind program. All the details can be found over at stephaniegass.com school. I'll see you guys on Wednesday. Bye. Did you have fun or learn something? Leave mama a review. Pretty please. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it stretched you, challenged you, or grew you in some way. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else who's been praying for a business breakthrough? It would also bless me big if you'd take 30 seconds and leave a review for the show on Apple Podcasts. Lastly, come watch my free workshop where I'll teach you how to grow your online business in less than two hours a week using podcasting. Watch right now at podcastforgrowth.com. I'll see you in a few days. God bless.